Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Loggeman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in, Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman, no Tony Baselli tonight. This could be, Jeff, the best show of the year. <laughs> no Tony. Well, he's on some island somewhere, some beach somewhere. No, he's, he's enjoying a, uh, a family cruise or vacation well, or spring break like that. Time. Good for him. Yeah, why not? Good for him. It's like his fifth vacation of the year, but other than that, it's Well, fine. I mean, he's gone a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but that's all right. That's good, man. We, we got it. We can handle this. We got it. Pl- B- busy week, too. Yeah, plenty to get to. The release of a couple of veteran players for the Jaguars. One, one of the most veteran players of all time in this organization is out of here. Some players signed tenders today. We'll get to that coming up. You've been watching film lately. We'll yeah. get to a few um, key of, guys. Of college prospects. That's right. Uh, and at some point. What I would like to do, and I know that we're going to be doing something on Jaguars.com related to this, but to watch oh. some film on the free agent acquisitions. And, uh, and I'll get to that uh, probably in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, give everybody an idea of, of what you, you know, we see or what I see with some of these free agents. You know, and can uh, you know, the, the shoes of Aaron Colvin be filled? You know, can this... A Norwell acquisition really impact the offensive line to a high level. You know, just things like that. The tight end position. Sure. You know, is Austin Safari Jenkins, is he going to be a, you know, can he handle the blocking duties that were once occupied by Mercedes Lewis? I mean, so. Big questions. You know, and they are big questions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of definitive answers to that, but at least you'll kind of have an idea mm-hmm. as to what may, may happen. When, so, uh, when would this all come on the the website here? Coming up, I don't know. We're Next, we're working on it. Okay. Yeah, we're working right. on it. Too many questions. Yeah, Sorry. we're working okay. on. It. We we got Some a whole point. bunch of stuff going up. I mean, Max is like you know he's like overloaded. You he know, is. We can, we can only, Max is can concentrate on small things that you know uh, small things you know at 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 like intervals. You know, mm. give him one thing and then give him a week. Okay, give him another thing and then he got another week. You know, so so we got to wait. You know, we got we got to kind of spread it out for them, brick by brick. Yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, we'll get to some possible rule changes coming up next week. The NFL annual meeting in Orlando. What will be a catch? We'll get to that and get your. Is Johnny Manziel going to Orlando? For I don't know. Maybe talk to people about you know getting a job. I don't know, but he was throwing at a pro day yesterday or today. Yeah, and then, we'll get to that coming up when we go around the league. Yeah, we I'll, because there's some things on that that I want to clarify. Mm. On on that, okay. That because I, I heard I heard it on the on some radio station today, and it wasn't this station, but I heard it, and they were presenting it as if this whole workout was Johnny Manziel, right? And that's inaccurate. <laughs> I mean, totally inaccurate. Yeah. In fact, we'll get to that coming up. Mercedes Lewis, after twelve seasons with the Jaguars, released by the team this week. Alan Hearns, after four years. And a pretty big contract a year or so ago. Also released by the Jaguars this week. What's the more surprising cut for you? Uh, well, I, I expected Hernsey just because of the money. You know, $7 million for Alan Hearns. Look, I think he's a good football player. Um, uh, and he's he's very dependable. The the couple things with, with Hernsey that made me concerned. One is uh, injury history. Especially the last year or so. Well, yeah. and you know, and here's the here's the reality. I felt that he was one hit away from maybe being done, you know, because of the past concussion issues. And 
And I go back to last year in preseason when we were in New England. He took that shot in the practices, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he he doesn't practice the next day with the you know against the Patriots, and then doesn't play in the game. But you'll also know that you don't have to report injuries during training camp because there is no you know injury reporting requirement by the Correct. league. Yes. So they didn't say whether or not that Alan Hearns had it or did sustain a concussion. But, I mean, it was pretty obvious, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that combined with the ones that he's had in the past. Oh, we saw him carted off the field one time here. So, right? you know, sure. uh, I, I think that there's concern there. The other thing is Alan Hearns got paid really before he should have been paid. You know, he still was working under the contract that he had, and I think you still had the ability to restrict his movement by, you know, I think it was assigning, you know, some type of number to him. And so, but, but he was paid kind of before he was really going to be free and was, a, and was a threat to leave. And the reason at that time, which, you know, I agree with to some extent, and it was from, uh, you know, Dave Caldwell and, and Gus Bradley at that time said, look, you know, we want to reward the players that really do it right, that work hard, that improve, that we you know that we grow from within, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. But you reward them when you have to reward them. Well, part of that also at that time they had to spend some money somewhere. That was when they were almost such a deficit yeah, but, where they had to go spend. But, some yeah, money. but you could have, you could have spent that money in free agency or somewhere else. I mean, you know, look, and I'm not I'm not opposed to paying your own players. I'm just saying is that you pay them when you have to. You know, so and it was a little early. I think a year early on Alan Hurts, and so uh, if he had turned into a superstar, then the seven million number would have been you would have been okay with oh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you probably would have yeah. said, well, you know what? That's really actually a really a bargain. But you know, I, I just at that time going back to that to that time before he got the contract, good, dependable, great route runner. I mean, great route runner, one of the best. That I've ever seen, and young, you know, because you're talking about a young player that learned how to be a great route runner at an early age, which is not very common. But he just, I didn't see the contract that he got because he just didn't have that that extra something, that special, that specialness. Well, there's a the reason why he didn't get drafted, probably, right? Well, I mean, maybe, but I mean, you know, like Mark Keesley had that extra gear, sure. You know, a Rob jump, the, the ability go. to jump and catch a contested ball. To compete, to fight for a ball, to body up, you know. And Hearns, d- d- did he have any of those special dominant traits? I-, I mean, I didn't see it, but you know, dependable, mm-hmm. tough, hardworking, guy. hardworking. Absolutely. Okay, these are the things that you don't pay at an elite level, you know. So, uh, but you know, I-, I figured that the number was too high, seven million dollars. You know, he's asked to take a pay cut. And any player that's asked to take a pay cut should refuse. And people say, what do you mean, why should they refuse? Well, even if you want to return to the team, you refuse the pay cut. And then you go and you become a free agent, like Alan Hearns is now, Mm -hmm. like Mercedes Lewis is now. Mm -hmm. Because when when the contracts, for example, Alan Hearns and Mercedes – their contracts weren't there's there was there were no guarantees in their contracts. You know, Mercedes the club picked up the option for like three point five million. Sure. 
And you saw what happened. He was released. Well, he had no guarantees in that option. Alan Hearns, you know, has to take a pay cut. He says no, and wisely so, I think. And now he can become a free agent. And the first conversation in the negotiations that he's going to have with Cleveland or New York or, you know, uh, Baltimore, whoever is going to sign him in free agency, he's going to get guaranteed money out of it. You know, so uh, it, those are smart business decisions, or at least by, you know, by Allen. I don't know what the situation so much with Mercedes, but there are no guarantees with right. his contract Guaranteed money, money is better than non-guaranteed money, obviously, because it's guaranteed money. It's coming your way. Well, and in some cases, it, uh, you know, it's, even if uh, – for example, if you have an opportunity at getting guaranteed money and the guaranteed money might be, you know, is in the overall money is less than what the other number is. For example, let's say Mercedes and free agency is, is offered the opportunity at $2.5 million guaranteed, mm-hmm. and that's a salary and they're going to guarantee it. Well, here, he, if they kept him, he could have made three point five, but nothing was guaranteed. You got you to gotta lean towards... The two point five million guarantee, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to the three point five, that's not guaranteed. What's really going to come home with me? Well, that's the yeah, thing, right. exactly. and, and I think that's the that's part of the thing. I think that people mm-hmm. that are fans of the National Football League are starting to learn, and some of these free agent negotiations and and some of the contract numbers to get reported. But what gets reported isn't actually or necessarily what a player takes home, you know, because a lot of times they don't reach, you know, year three or year four or year five of a five year deal. And so you have to look at it from a from a shorter sequence, the first couple of years typically, and what's guaranteed. And then, of course, you get to the Kirk Cousins deal, and every cent every of it penny is guaranteed. guaranteed. It's a different animal. No, and, and and kudos to him. Yeah. I mean, he had the leverage to do that. And years ago, players in the National Football League were always kind of pining or trying to get guaranteed money. And many of them sought for the day or looked to the day that contracts would be guaranteed. Uh, like a baseball, different world. Yeah, many people but thought that there fully was guaranteed. Deals. Many people thought there there was no way it was ever going to happen in the National Football League. Well, here we are. One of them just happened. Mercedes Lewis uh, seemed to be at that least publicly. Me. Now he publicly said that he was a little surprised by the the phone call and the cut and all that as well. It did surprise you, huh? Well, I mean, yes. Um, you know, and I don't know how it went down. You know, so but it's it's it. Look, it never goes good when you've had a guy. For what twelve years, and he gets released. I mean, how good can that be? You know, I mean, how do you make it to where it's warm and fuzzy? Rarely is somebody's time with a, a team warm and fuzzy. It's it's a lot of times it never ends like you really want it to end. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, you know. And look, Mercedes is is very much appreciated by this organization. He's been an excellent football player for a long time. Uh, arguably one of the best blocking tight ends the league has ever seen. Uh, And I I say that with great confidence now. One of of the greatest tight ends, one of the greatest blocking tight ends that the league has ever seen. And I'm not saying he's the best tight end in the league or anything like that. I'm just saying one of the best blocking tight ends the league has ever seen. And And that's real. And that surprised me that they cut him. Because, you know, you're talking, he still, still is a really good blocker. Really good blocker. And if you want to be, you know, this this ground and pound physical football team, 
and run the football, and that's your that's your number one goal on offense is running the football to let a tight end that that has that kind of you know, you know reputation, which is still legitimate, to let him go. I was very surprised, you know, because I was picturing in my mind, okay, if you have Mercedes Lewis, one of the better blocking tight ends in the league, mm-hmm. and I think still can play for another four or five years. Okay. I believe that. All right. And then you take Austin Safari Jenkins. Mm-hmm. He's not the blocker that Mercedes is, okay? But for like a second tight end, he's a pretty good blocker, right? Okay. So you pair those two guys, mm-hmm. now you have – You've got some beef on the field, and with that beef also gives you a legitimate receiving tight end in Austin Safari Jenkins, and also, you know, a, a capable receiver receiving tight end in Mercedes Lewis. I mean, Mercedes has never been a dominant receiving tight end, but he's 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 good at times. At know, times, so, yes. So I mean, I, I thought that that would have been a, a kind of a nice pairing. And uh, so, yeah, that did surprise ca- me. They had to trim some cap room, too, now. I mean, they were kind of up against it there for a second after signing yeah, I don't, all those guys. I don't know about that, JP. I, I don't think cap room is part of it. You know, I mean, I think you always want to kind of keep – I mean, you're, you're talking about, for, for Mercedes, $3.5 million. Well, you add it together with Hearns at other seven, right? There you go. Well, That's yeah, 10. but, but I mean, you, you were you, already you under roll, the – You roll back tell. You, you were under the cap. With him. You were under the cap. This you know, gonna, so – and you clear yeah. Hearnsy, That's seven. Okay, so uh, is Marseille's at three point five? Is it is that scary? Is that is is that not possible? Well, yeah, it's possible. Well, if you're uh, five away from the cap, five million, and then you go to twenty, that's a big difference. If you're going to do something else between now and then, well, I don't you know. know what I mean? mean, it's just. I mean, I, it what just, else is it, on the horizon? Look, I, I don't know what 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 had to happen from a, from a cap standpoint. Mm-hmm. I just know that I don't think that that was an issue. That that wasn't a factor as far as okay, that's way too much money. We can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was part of the decision-making okay. process. Yeah. You know, I, it just surprised me. I, I thought that uh, going forward, uh, it would have been a nice pairing having the two tight ends. And I think Mercedes and I, and I believe this. I believe that he can play. And I said this just a minute ago. I believe that he can play for another four years, and and play for another four years and still block at a very effective level. In an era where the tight end position is all about yards and touchdowns and and all that, he's carved out a long career. You know that he's had a great career, and now and it's he, not over. When he started his career, there wasn't really quite like that yet. I mean, in what oh six when he started here, the tight ends were yeah, but it wasn't like today where Gronk's running no, all over no, the no, field. No. I mean, but the, but the tight ends were still were still big, yeah. and and look, he was drafted. You know, he won the, the people the forget Award. this. He won the Mackey the Mackey Award, great receiving tight end, in which college. is which is for oh, the best receiving yeah. tight end in college football. And when he came in here. He became the best blocking tight end of football. And we were going, wait a minute, didn't he win the Mackey Award? Yeah. Shouldn't he be a better receiver than what he is? Uh, because, you know, there were times where, you know, you, it was kind of like 50 50. Is he going to catch the ball? Mm. You know, and you were holding your breath every time the ball went his way. I, I tell you, in London this year, the first one I'm like, you held your breath, didn't ball. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, you know, and so that's, you know, that still kind of exists with Mercedes, yeah. you know? You know, still as a receiver, sometimes you kind of hold your breath. But, you know, as a blocker, uh, he, he's, he is as good as there ever has been, I think. All right, we've got plenty to get to tonight. We'll come back. A handful of Jaguars signed their tenders today. We'll get to those guys coming tender, up. Tender, like a tender cut of meat? Yes. Okay. Exactly what I mean. We'll get to those guys coming up. Uh, a little film you've been watching as well. Uh, some quarterbacks, some tight end talk in the draft. Uh, we'll get to some rule changes possible 
in the next week or so at the NFL annual meeting. Check out Jack Hanania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $2.29 a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Second and goal from the four. High formation again. They throw a fade to the right side to Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes makes the catch in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown. Rick Below was just talking about it. Here's one more for Mercedes Lewis. Welcome back to the HananiaAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. We're back. Jaguars Thursday continues. McGowan's AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season. Just guess the weekly order of opponents for 2018, and you could win. Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan's. The schedule announcement Am I eligible comes out. for that? Are you an employee of the Jags? I don't know. Well, probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you are. I am? I don't know if you are. I mean, I mean you know. So I mean, I, you already have tickets, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'll take more tickets. I mean, what's oh, wrong well, with that? oh, it's the electric, the electric bill. bill. I read the thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, am I eligible for? I that? was going with you there for a second. Yeah, I was tickets. lost there for a second. But I was thinking about getting the electric bill paid. That'd be nice. Uh, you you rack up some bills now. You, you now, I'm telling you. Hey, we can all we'd all like to have our electric bill paid. Uh, it would be nice, now. right? Now we'll find out. Uh, usually mid-April, a week or so, a week, two weeks before the draft is when the the league puts the schedule out. I'm not very good at that. Where as we shown last was last year, we did that. You weren't even close. Yeah, we were terrible. Yes, I, I, Joe. Yet another competition I'd dominate you in. But uh, go ahead, Joe. I thought we decided we were going to do that this Are we year do on it the air. Are we? Yeah, so we better like, hurry up, right? Like right, right, either right before or right okay. after the draft show. Uh, we got to do it before the draft well, show because, because the schedule, schedule will be released before then. Right, like a week or two before the draft. Yeah, well, we, we should, we we should we do, it. do it. Put one together. Okay, we'll do that in the next week or so. When, uh, when's Maselli off vacation? Like a month from now? Nah, he may never come back. Oh, he may, <laughs> might not be back in. Uh, a few uh, Jaguars signed their tenders today. Corey Grant is officially back. Ben Koyak. Did you see the size or the, the, the amount of the tender on Corey Grant? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, not bad at all. $2.9 bucks this year. I mean. Corey Grant. And that's a second-round tender. Yes. I mean, good for Corey Grant. I mean, it's a pretty good year of work right there. And here's the thing. Would he have received that tender were it not for the AFC Championship game? Good question, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I'm just saying. They used, I mean, they used him throughout the year. It wasn't not like, like that. Not like that. True. I mean, it was a little and bit here and a little bit there. You but, can argue I mean, they didn't use him enough in the there, last game. Yeah, but there was yeah. there was never enough that would have made anybody else go, I got to have that guy. Okay? Uh, but there was enough in that AFC title game that made people go, why didn't we see more of them, just like you did? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which also, also would make somebody else in the National Football League go, I he's, want that guy. He's worth a second-round pick. He's let's fast. go get him. Let's, yeah. go. Let's, let's get him. So I mean, apparently, good for the, Corey Grant. But apparently, though, the second round price was a little too high for the league to to handle. Yeah, well, I, I mean, right. still, I that's mean, that's why you put it out there. But I mean, Corey Grant. I mean, you know, that AFC Championship game. I mean, that earned him that money right there. And yeah. he'll be a free agent at the next league year. And there, yep. there is no guarantees in that tender either. No, it, it, I thought he's guaranteed. Is it not guaranteed? I, that don't, year? I don't believe tenders are. Wow. 
Either way, it's a I good year at work. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, either way, that's what he's going to make in par- paragraph five salary. Okay. So good for him. It's better than zero. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, that's good <laughs> money, though. That right. And so uh, who else? Ben, ben Koyak, William Koyak. Pales. Okay. Pales, the offensive lineman who was inactive most of the year, but it was on the roster. Uh, an extra offensive lineman also got a. Who was that offensive lineman you said? William Pales. Oh, Pales. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which uh, kind of knew. Yeah, he was around last year, so and, yeah, and a couple he played. Last well, they had you know there's two guys that they signed kind of late that were just I mean big big guys that really got limited playing time, and it was it was him and another guy, and uh, so good for them. I mean I, I I look forward to seeing him in training camp to actually see how he how he does because you know once you get to the regular season and if the Jaguars acquire somebody and there's no reputation about them that they carry with them in the door, you don't know anything about them. You know, so unless you can see practice, so at training camp we'll get to see more of the offensive linemen. Ben Koyak, uh, third-year tight end, of course, exclusive rights tender, so he'll be on the roster. And he's a, he's, a, he's a solid player. Made a touchdown catch in a non-touchdown game in the playoffs. I was uh, joking around with Walshie, oh, who, who is one of our one of the employees with the Jaguars. Tim and he, Walsh, big he is in a, contracts. He is a he is a numbers guru. Okay, and Walshie's like, "Hey, caught touchdown pass, you know, in the playoff game." And I said, "Well, it's a good thing he did because he was the only receiver in the route on that play. Him or nobody. That was it. That was it. <laughs> I mean, how about that? Right? You, 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 it was a, it was a one." Receiver route on the goal line. Better catch this one, Ben. So, I mean, how would you feel if you're Blake Bortles and you drop back, okay, and you've got one guy in the route? So you know you'd better sell it. The entire offense yeah. had better sell it was fourth down the too, run right? fake. Yeah, fourth yeah. and one. Yeah. you got to sell the run fake because if they don't bite, you've got one guy who can be covered. And if he's covered – what do you do? It's a drop back. It's not a rollout. Yeah, right. Okay. Not a run pass option. Any You're running stuff. for your life. <laughs> Somewhere. Run around for a while. See what happens. But, I mean, he, you know, we're not saying that Koyak made his money, you know, his tag, okay, his tender mm-hmm. on that play like Corey Grant did in the AFC title game. I mean, we're, I don't want anybody to get confused there. Because you know, I think I think JP, I think you could have caught the touchdown pass that Koyak did against Buffalo. Well, I caught a touchdown pass in New England but, in the training camp. But you Get could ready. have not. Media game, you I could did. have not have executed the plays that Corey Grant did against the Patriots. Great point. That's Two different excellent. levels of uh, execution. I'm just going to stay mind. here in the broadcast room. That, that that's would that's be probably good. the best place for yeah. me, and when it involves. Football. Did you get a tender? Athletics. I have a tender heel right man, now. I got, I got a tender steak this past weekend. Oh, man, <laughs> That's the good. only thing tender. Ribeye cat. Right now. We mm. got plenty to get to. We're going to come back. We'll get to some of the film you've been watching and some possible rule changes. The proposed rule changes in the National Football League. That's coming up next week. With and and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to tell people who the Jaguars should draft from the oh. film that, I have, that I've watched so far. I've got, I've got two of them in mind. Two? Yeah. And they're both on offense. I, I, I can't wait. I, I really can't. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.
Bowl team is coming back to Everbank Field. Come see the U.S. host Mexico in a friendly ahead of World Cup qualifying Thursday, April 5th. Tickets and VIP access available at ussoccer.com, the third ever visit for the U.S. women here to Jacksonville. Go. That's the Dave Clark Five, but there could be some rule changes in the NFL, including the catch rule. Get it? Huh? Huh? Logs? Went catches, over my head. Catches if you can. Catch. Yeah. Catch rule. So uh, plenty of proposals from the competition committee could be heading to ownership. It's kind of weak. I don't I mean, know. That really, that was kind of weak. Catch us if you can. Yeah, the catch, catch rule. rule. Right? The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a little know. stretch. Uh, it worked. So yeah. go with us, Logs, okay? Uh, I'm trying, but it just didn't work for me. Here's the competition committee recommendation on the catch rule that they will present to ownership next week in Orlando at the NFL annual meeting. What do you got? Three things have to happen for a catch to be a catch. Mm -hmm. One, control. Mm -hmm. Two, two feet down or another body part. Mm -hmm. Three, a football move, such as a... Sticking the ball out. Hold on. Stand by. Such as a, a third step. B, reaching, extending for the line to gain. Pittsburgh Steelers. Or C, the ability to perform such an act. That's it. That's that's the proposed rule. Well, what was the last one right there? Did you say or the ability to perform such an act. Or the ability. To, so, in other words, the person could have done it, but they didn't do it. Yeah. But they really were thinking about it and didn't do it. I, I got you. So that that's so it. basically what it what, you, it, what the, nothing about going the to the rules ground. change is saying is that the uh, Jesse James I believe is the tight end for Pittsburgh that's correct. that would have been ruled a catch and a touchdown correct would not have been ruled incomplete Des Bryant a few years ago would catch. be ruled a catch which I I like that I mean the the whole thing you got to carry it through the ground uh I mean come on I mean I don't I mean it's like okay what's going to be a catch like nothing. I mean, you've got to hold on to it. Okay. And, uh, and uh, at some point you were sitting there going, okay, the new catch rule. Okay. You must catch the ball, go to the ground, maintain possession through the ground, pop up with the ball in your hand, carry it back to the huddle, then hand it to the official. Then at that point, it becomes a catch. I mean, that's kind of what they were, they were going with yeah, it, right? right? I mean, wasn't that stupid? It seemed it. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they're going to change it. What other rules changes you got? Well, there's a handful that are, I think, 10 that are officially going to go to Here's something ownership. that you look at them and get one ready for me, but I, I know one rules change that, that uh, I, think, I believe it was uh, Troy Vincent, who works for the league, said that there's momentum gaining for the 15-yard pass interference penalty instead of it being, which right now it's a spot foul. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's a long bomb and it happens 40 yards down the field, pass interference, then it becomes a 40-yard penalty and an automatic first down. If it happens two yards down the field, it's a two-yard penalty, automatic first down. And so Troy Vincent was talking about, well, there seems to be this, you know, this movement or <clears throat> support towards changing it to like what college is, which right. is a 15-yard rule. <laughs> but uh, the Did, competition committee does not favor it, apparently. Yeah. So Troy Vincent so can say. What is Tr- what is Troy Vincent doing? I don't know. It might be favor in among the players since he represents them, but I don't he, know. He doesn't represent the players. What's his gig? 
What's his Troy Vincent What's works his for the league. He's a former player, ah. but he works for the league. There might have been momentum, but now it's it's not. It's because not on this list. Tro- sure, right? Exactly. Yeah. My, my point <laughs> is is that Troy is also a cornerback. <laughs> Troy Vincent, okay, needs to just quiet down. Okay, okay, Roger, you know, have a little conversation with Troy Vincent and 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 put him back in his cubicle for a bit. Okay, uh, what other rules changes you got? Uh, we got a, we got a bunch here. Um, uh, talking about uh, the targeting, like in college, there's targeting and they review targeting mm-hmm. and they can call targeting after the fact and all that. They're apparently going to throw that to the ownership that you can replay. And uh, throw throw people out for target, yeah. Which I, they already have the ability to do. By the now, way. I, I was reading that they were talking about that New York, okay, uh, which Riveron would have the ability to eject players from New York. Mm. Is that did that anything come of that? They were talking about it, not in the ten that I see okay. right here. I just I just wanted to make sure that that shouldn't be in the hands of anybody but the officials on the field to eject players, in my opinion. It shouldn't go back to... No, here it is. No, yeah, number seven uh, authorizes the designated member of the officiating department to instruct on-field game officials to disqualify a player for a flagrant non-football act when a foul for that act is called on the field. So that's what that would be right there. Well, the examples that were given about that were the Gronkowski elbow to the back of the helmet of the Buffalo Bills player. Yes, and the other one was the Mike, oh, Mike Evans yes. shot in the Saints. back yeah, against the of Saints. the Northern Saints player. I think it was Lattimore. Lattimore, it was maybe the cornerback. Yeah, and uh, I just don't like. I don't like. I don't like that. I mean, look, let the officials do the officiating that are there. How, all right, let me ask you this way: How many times would you have been ejected if that rule was in place when you played? This rule, the new this rule, one, yeah. Would they have found something on tape with, with, with Jeff Lager, with dirty Jeff Lager? With the current rules? No, with the rule. If if somebody in no, New no, York no, no, no. Let, let me, to let, eject you. Follow me here. Yes. Okay. Let's say that rule is in existence back in the day. Okay. Okay. But are the current rules, do they apply for when I played? So, in other words, the, like, you know, when a quarterback threw an interception, mm-hmm. okay, and in my day, blast the quarterback. You'd hammer him. Yeah. Okay. It was free, and boy, you didn't pass up you, free. The, you go do it. Okay. If you don't do it, you're in so, trouble. So, am I not allowed to do that? My my point is, the whole rules have changed. Yes. Okay. The whole rules have changed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember a game we were playing the uh, Houston Oilers, and it was in New York, and Warren Moon threw an interception. And when he threw the interception, it was a race. I mean, literally, it was a race to the quarterback. <laughs> the interception was like 50 yards down the field. Okay, Warren Moon wasn't a threat to make the tackle. Okay? But <laughs> and he certainly wasn't after you guys you, arrived. You know how you get, uh, you know, top, what is, what is that movie, uh, Top Gun? Yes. Okay, you get lock, lock on, and it red, mm-hmm. boop. You know, you got lock. What do they call that? You got something? Well, we got lock. Okay, well, <laughs> interception. Okay, my head immediately turns to find Warren Moon. Okay, because it's freebie time on the quarterback. And he's just not even, he's not even running. He's like half jogging, walking. 
towards the where the interceptor is going to, which is still 40 yards away. I leveled him. Leveled him. Free shot. It's legal. It's a rule book. I mean, the rule book's legal. It's a rule book. Right? And he gets up. I circled back around again. Got him again. And got him again. Wow. And then when he tried to get up again, I just hit him again. So, yes, I would have been injected if we had the rules changed because well, that now the rule was in place, you would be gone. You probably wouldn't hit him if you the would rule be was gone. in place. No, I wouldn't have hit him. Well, but, I mean, that's, not dirty that's how much the, the rules have changed. And I remember you know, Warren Moon being him joking about it later on. But that's what the rules were. I mean, when a quarterback threw an interception, whether it was John Elway or Dan Marino or Joe Montana or Steve Young, when you threw that interception as a quarterback – your head had to be on a swivel because you became fair game because you were a blockable defender now. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I, I can see the smile on your face right now. I got to let you know, here's the crazy yeah. thing. It was legal, okay? It was legal to do that. Uh-huh. But I got a letter from the league uh, the next week really? about it, yes, which was kind of strange because, I mean, in the rule book, it was, it was okay, you know, there was nothing in there that prohibited that act. But the spirit of the rule, or non-rule. I probably violated it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you think yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think I did. So there's a few other rules. We won't get all, all of them here. You can read about them online. But uh, look for that next week. Rule changes this time of year. That They always happen at the NFL annual meeting in Orlando. We'll have a crew down there, by the way. John Osher, Patrick Cavanaugh, they'll be in Orlando with the updates Monday and Tuesday. Doug Marone speaks with the media. There's a... An AFC coaches breakfast the last day they're there as well, so they'll be at that media breakfast. Uh, I think Tom Coughlin and bologna uh, sandwiches for breakfast. Everybody maybe. gets them. Yes, uh, <laughs> Tom Coughlin <laughs> speaks as well as does Jaguars owner Shad Khan each and every year. So a lot of news comes out of the owners' right. meetings uh, each and every year. Uh, but there's not. I don't think there's anything big at the owners' meeting though. Is there any like pressing issues that are at the forefront? I mean. Probably some of the issues that may be at the forefront. Well, I think the ownership is uh, some of, of the ownership. Carolina uh, and I New think, Orleans. I think New Orleans is in pretty good shape. It seems like that's pretty stable. okay. But I'm sure the ownership is going to get an update with on the you know, Carolina situation. since the passing of Tom Benson. God All rest his well. soul. Yes. And then uh, this, what what is happening in Carolina now with that organization up for sale? But did you see some what what, what the prices are, are are being rumored to be? Yeah, like two two point five billion or something. Yeah, yeah. I need to go to the ATM real quick. Let me. I mean, wow. Yeah. When Incredible. when uh, Terry and uh, and Kim, I believe the names are Pagula. Yeah, Bills bought the Buffalo Bills for what was it one point six billion or something like that. I think most of of the people that have been in the foot or are in the football world and you know kind of know what the organizations have been selling for were in shock. At that price, they're like, "Wow, are you kidding me?" And then to see what you know the numbers are popping up to be or rumored to be at right now, because you know there uh, there was like three I think reported you know people that were interested or groups that were interested in buying the Carolina Panthers, and it is now at the level where some of one or or a couple of those groups have have dropped out because the price has got gotten to two point five billion. I mean. Holy cow. I mean, it's incredible. Incredible. 
So uh, look for news next week and all that. Uh, let's take our uh, time out. We'll come back with the two players the Jags should draft. You promised right. that a moment ago. And we'll go around the National Football League as well. Check out Jack Hanania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just two twenty nine dollars a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiaAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. McGowan's AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season. Guess the weekly order of opponents for the 2018 season, and you could win. Enter today at jaguars.com slash McGowan. For the Jaguars season. Yeah, JP will probably throw in some tickets, too. (laughs) Yeah, no. Of course, I misspoke (laughs) earlier. Um, Don't quote me on that, please. Somebody's going to win. I heard (laughs) that JP Shadrick guy tell me that my electric bill was going to get paid, and I got season yeah, tickets. I got news for you. You don't want my seats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's coming up soon. Any seats are good. Come away. on. Any seats a good seat at Everbank that's right. Field. That's the way that works. Uh, hey, so uh, I know you've been watching film mm-hmm. lately uh, on prospects coming up. What position group are you on these days? Uh, well, last week I watched the tight ends, and that was before they ended up signing a bunch Austin of tight ends, Safarian right. yeah. Jenkins, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, great!" You know. So, but I still think that they could probably draft a tight end. Mm. So let's start with that group. Uh, and and I I always look at the Mike Mayock's list, the top five by position group. So uh, if people want to know or ask, ever wanted to ask a question about you know a guy that may or may not have watched film on, I can tell you this. Just look at Mike Mayock's list, and at some point I will have watched everybody on that list, mm-hmm. and then I will go and watch more from some other lists that I will look at. But uh, we've got the list up. Max has got the list up. Nice work, Max. Com, very, yeah. very nice. Yeah, go. Uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, South Carolina guy, uh, played baseball for a bit and then went and played tight end at South Carolina. Good player. From uh, Bowles, has yeah has from Bowles and uh, has a, is a very good route runner, kind of polished, and uh, not a great blocker. Uh, seems to be willing at times, which is not a very high compliment of his blocking skills. But the guy that I really like is Dallas, and I like to call him Godert. JP says his name is pronounced Godert. Yeah, is that right? That's right. And he is a South Dakota State Jackrabbit. That's correct from Brookings. Yeah, and excellent blocker. And has great speed, doesn't have the route-running prowess of the uh, tight end Hayden Hurst, but uh, he's got some speed now. I mean, he can he can break open a game in no time. Really good receiver. I think he's better a better receiver than Hayden Hurst, not as polished of a route-runner, and a much better blocker than Hayden Hurst. So well, I like Go Dirt. So <laughs> <laughs> is a level of play going to be an issue for him? You think? I, well, I mean, it's always a question, and that's always going to be you know a question for for everybody you know that comes out of a school like South Dakota State or you know North Dakota State. You know, the questions were there about Carson Wentz. That's true, you know, he did okay. Hey, yeah, he's pretty good, right? Yeah. You know, so so I, I don't worry too much about that. Uh, I just like him as a football player, and I think he's got he's got the measurables. You know, the height, weight, the speed. Certainly to play it at this level, and he's uh, catches everything thrown his way. So he w- he's a guy that I would like to see the Jaguars acquire mm-hmm. in the draft. Okay, 
the other tight ends in that group, Max, you want to put the list back up for people to follow along? I mean, go right ahead, okay? Yeah. Uh, Mike Gisecki, Penn State. And I'm G- assuming that's – Gisecki. Huh? Gisecki. Gisecki. Yeah. Um, He's more a receiving type, and he put on a show at the he, combine, by the way. He looks awkward. I mean, he's awkward. Yeah, well, he's like six. He look anyway. I don't know what his what his measurables are, but when you watch the film, he looks like six eight, two hundred and twenty five pounds, and that might be what he is. That's not so he's off. a little he's a little awkward, you know, and he's and he can't block. Okay, uh, so there's there's nothing impressive about him there, but he's a pretty good receiver. I think he's one of those guys. He's gonna need some time. He's got he's got to he's got to hit the weight room. I mean, much like JP. I mean. He's six, six, five, two, six, he ain't 247. I'm going to tell you that right now. There's no way he's 247. The scale doesn't lie at the he combine. Put, he put a 25-pound weight in his pants <laughs> for that weigh-in. Somebody stepped on the okay? scale. Uh, Andrews, Oklahoma, he looks like he weighs about 280. Okay? Got big, big junk in the trunk. You know, big rear end. And you want to talk about a bad blocker. Bad? He's like a 280-pound receiving tight end that doesn't like to block, but he's 280. Tell me, does that make sense? It's not ideal. No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost embarrassing. If you're 280 and you don't want to block as a tight end, look, I'm not, you know, I, I, it's not like the team was asking him to do it all the time, but when they ask him to do it, the effort there is pretty poor, uh, very minimal. Hmm. The guy that I do like, is Will Disley from Washington. Will Disley. I think okay. that's how you pronounce his name. It's D-I-S-S-L-Y. It is now. Do you think that sounds sure. good? Disley, okay. Disley, Washington. Will Disley, excellent blocker. Okay, takes pride in blocking. Okay, he would be a perfect fit for this team and maybe the mid-round. Okay, like him. Remember that name. Disley. Disley. Washington. Disley Tight end. and Godert. <laughs> Yes. Right. Oh, those okay. are the two that I think that would fit here as far as so the tight ends. You you promised two players that the Jags you wanted the Jags to draft. Goddard, okay. Those is, are the two. I love Goddard. Those okay. are the two. Those well, are the tight ends. Well Disley's later on. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking high in the draft okay, yeah. here. Okay. The other one that I really like that I think is is draftable early for the Jaguars, and he probably well, may not be available, mm-hmm. but if he were, mm-hmm. I'd love to see the Jaguars take him. Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame. He might not get out of the top ten, though, Lugs. He may not, but he's a guard. You know, guards have a tendency to to fall, okay? Uh, I mean, heck, it's very rare. The talk before the draft about guards going high is common. Yes. But the actual execution of guards going high typically doesn't happen. Very rare, yeah. This guy is a... Stud, 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 stud. I mean, he. If you can picture the Dallas Cowboys, Zach Martin, he's like Zach Martin. I mean, but maybe even at a higher level now than what Zach Martin was coming out. And remember, Zach Martin was a tackle. Okay, but this is a guard and a really good football player, super strong, very aware. I mean, when you watch him pull, you're like. That big old fella's pulling like that? Are you kidding me? He can run. He can run for a guard. So I like him. And, and here's the thing. You just paid, spent $13 million, okay, on a guard. 
that you acquired in free agency. Correct. So most people are saying, well, you know, you're up. You probably don't want to spend that kind of money on a guard since you just didn't, or spend a pick on a guard because you just spent a lot of money on Andrew Norwell in free agency. Could be the other way around, though. They might want to really bolster that offense well, by the way they want to play. I, I mean, you know? if you want to play like you know you did last year, okay, put Norwell at one guard, okay, and big old Nelson at the other guard, have, yeah, and and get you get you some air horns. Okay, and every time you you snap the ball, it's kind of like the diesel John Riggins, right? Yes. Back in the day, yes, they play that air horn, okay, because they're gonna they're gonna come mow you down with that <laughs> offensive line. But I, lo- I love him. I think he's a really good football player. The left tackle at Notre Dame, Hayden uh, or not Hayden, Mike McGlinchey. Yes, is that right? That's correct. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Mike McGlinchey, You've good football player. Yeah. Good football player. Watched him because you know we, me and you were watching him a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. and that that's a that left side of the line for Notre Dame is pretty good. Now I got to add this: What was the tight end from Notre Dame? Play you got a Notre Dame song? Oh, you got the air horns. Uh, you're, you talking air about, horns? you're talking about talking about Smythe, the tight end, number eighty, Notre Dame. Okay. Yes. Walshy. Oh, let's go back to Tim Walsh. Okay. Gosh. The Jaguars cap. Genius. I mean, he, he really is. He's, his number is incredibly smart. He threw his name out to me, you know, as a, you know, the guy to maybe pair, okay, with the current Ben Koyak Notre Damer on the Jaguars roster. Okay, great. And J.P. Shadrick, I want to get your expertise. Well, I'm not an expert, first of okay, all. Okay, well, no, no, no. You watched the film. Great. I watched the film. Okay. Of this Notre Dame tight end. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Uh, I wouldn't go twenty nine overall. I'll tell you that. No, I know that. Let's let's put it that way. If if yeah. if you had to guess, you know, you assign a draft round to that guy. Oh, he's third day, all day, and late third. How day. many days in the draft are there? Three. Okay, he might be number four. He oh, might be on oh, day undrafted, four. You say? Okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. He he, he might be a. Uh, Priority free agent. No, he'll probably get drafted because he's Notre Dame and he's tight end. I mean, tight end become a premium position. I'm having fun. I think he. I think he's a pretty good player, but he's a bottom of the draft type of player. He's not anywhere near some of these other guys like Disley or uh, Go Dirt. <laughs> though I love the Notre it Dame rhymes with yogurt. Though, though, Go Dirt. Though, though I love the right. Notre Dame bashing. It's time to go around the national it's not football bashing league. Notre Dame. They're we can do players. that all day. We, let's do that next week. Let's right. have a Notre Dame bashing show. No, 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 good no. With that. no, no. We can't do that. I, I, I no, love the left side of the Notre Dame offensive line. Now. The Buccaneers had a Jason Pierre-Paul in a trade with the Giants How about for, that for essentially a third-round pick. Yeah, and that's a pretty good deal for Tampa Bay if JPP ends up producing at you know the level that he's produced at in the past, which is last year he had to get eight and a half sacks. If he ends up with you know, eight to 10, 11, 12 sacks, which he's done in the past, uh, I think the, the number or what the Buccaneers are paying is averaging about $11 million a year. That's a bargain. And Dominican Sue continues to tour teams. The Rams, the Saints, the Titans. He canceled the visit with the Raiders. Where do you think he lands, Sue? Well, who's going to pay the most money? I mean, that's, that's what Sue has always been about, what he's been about. And he got paid at about $20 million per year while he was in Miami. 
and uh, he's going to go where the check is the largest. He's not going to give any discounts, or it's not all about winning with him. It's about winning with the money, and there's nothing wrong with that. And he's a really good football player, and I, I wish he was. I think I think he's kind of disappointing to me. As good of a football player as he is, some of the other things that come along are unnecessary, and he could be more of a leader than he's been because I have. That's the one thing I have not seen out of him in his entire career is leadership quality. A player that good now going to probably his third different team in the league. That's uh, saying something about that tells you what right? happens. Yeah. Uh, no timetable for a Matt Ryan extension, according to Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov, due to make $19 million and change this year in the final year of his deal. Uh, Cousins got $28 mil per year guaranteed. What's mm. Ryan going to bring? He's going to get more. Uh, he'll, he'll get a little bit more, but, I mean, it's not going to be a ton more. Is he going to break the $30 million a year barrier? No. I mean, it, it'll be, I would say, 29 maybe a hair over 29 a year. You know, 29 Two five a year average mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, uh, but I think the what, what kind of throws a wrench into the negotiations for Matt Ryan and also for Aaron Rodgers because he is also going to be uh, having conversations about a contract extension, and I think the thing that will slow it down is what the guaranteed money was with Kirk Cousins' deal. Final thought: Johnny Manziel threw at San Diego's pro day, but overshadowed the two receivers who were really working out. No, he did. He did from our from talk radio standpoint, but from the scouts' eye standpoint, Johnny Manziel overshadowed nothing. Okay, we'll find out in the coming weeks for sure. Max Hockman, Joe Fortunato, Jeff Logman, I'm JP Shatterick. Thanks for watching and listening. Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.